0: Hello
1: and welcome to episode 148 of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah.
0: I'm Heather. I'm Charlotte. And this week we are going to be talking
1: about part two of Heather's trip to Walt Disney World. We are very excited. We sort of focused on the Disney genie of it all last week um, and a little bit about her hotel and other fun stuff. But this week we're getting into really her favorite parts, I think. So the VIP tour, the food and wine festival, the um, All of the really great, really fun stuff. The fun stuff, yeah. The fun stuff, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we're going to get to that in a little bit. First we have, it's kind of a light news week for Disney. Um, We just don't have a whole lot, but if you are a Disneyland fan and if you are a parade stan, then you were probably pretty excited this week when Disney's official social media accounts all dropped hints. I mean... (laughs) really strong hints <laughs> so, that the main street electrical parade is returning to Disneyland. So Heather, you're our sort of Disneyland local. What do you think about that?
2: Um I'm excited, I guess. I don't know. I, I love the Main Street Electrical Parade, but I I'm not really a parade person anyway, yeah. you know? So yep. I mean, I think it's great. I haven't been to Disneyland in since the summer just because it's very crowded and very expensive mm-hmm, um, so even more so now. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> it's so awful. Um, so I don't know, I don't know what the crowds are like. I think it's still, I mean, I'm pretty sure that they're back up to almost normal levels. So I have no desire to stand in a crowd and, you know, be shoulder to shoulder with people as a parade goes by, but you know, mm-hmm. to each their own. like it's just you know another step to the parks getting back to normal. so, you know, yeah, that's cool. I,
1: I was very conflicted about it when I saw it because I love the Main Street Electrical Parade floats is as antiquated sort of as they are these days. And yeah, there's such nostalgia to them. And I think they're charming and I love them and I like the music to it. Um, But the post-COVID person in me, look, I am triple vaccinated. I have had COVID. Like, I'm basically bulletproof at this point. And yet... I, I don't want to stand in a crowd to watch a parade either right now. Like, it's just not, you know.
2: No, I don't need to. I don't like to be close to people anyway, but then right. you in all. <laughs> of you. Yeah, I suppose that's not fair to blame it on the pandemic. Like, let's be clear, I was never really that much <laughs> in favor standing
1: in a, like, even if I did see the parade, I would be, like, as far back from the, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've
0: never been one to line up for Ever. a parade. but. Yeah. I absolutely love the Main Street Electrical Parade, and if I was going to line up for a parade, it would be that one. That's
1: the one. Yeah, that's yeah. the one.
0: We saw it at Disneyland a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I was I was here for it. Like I, we stood there, and I will watch that parade all the time. And I don't see why it only has to be at one park at a time. Why don't they just bring it back over to the Magic Kingdom? I'd stand. I mean, I I watch it there too. I don't care. I love that parade so much. Yeah.
1: It, it really is a it's an adorable parade and yeah. the music is so happy <laughs> you know yes. i just love it
0: to be happy and, you know charming and yeah um yeah da- now okay here's my trivia question do you know the name of the song that they play oh god no baroque down. baroque that is correct what do i win what do i win <laughs> you win you win that you knew a useless piece of trivia you know that oh. I need a prize.
1: Speaking of winning, after I give us this uh, this this next piece of news, remind me that we. Uh we might be doing some giving of our own pretty soon, so yeah. we'll get into that. Uh, next up, the only other piece of news that I really came across this week was that um, the sleigh rides are returning to Fort Wilderness starting on December 1st. They cost $75. I have not gotten to do this yet, and it is one of the great sadnesses of my life. Like
2: I, I was going to ask, has anybody done this? Because I haven't done it either, and it seems so cute. I really want to do it. I really want to do it so badly. It just seems so charming and cute. and yeah.
1: I, You know, I don't know as a New Englander, I don't know why I would go all the way to Florida to do a sleigh ride, but...
2: Also, I mean, let's be honest here. It's not really a sleigh ride. It's not technically a sleigh ride. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, you know, it's it's like a little wagon, but Yeah,
1: but, okay. Still, but it, it's tricked out to look very much like a sleigh. And, you know, they do sort of slap a sleigh facade onto it. <laughs> so that makes me happy, you know. Um, so anyway, but that's coming back uh, starting December 1st. And actually, we are going to be getting into – Our debate about when do the holidays start in your house? When does the tree go up? When do the lights go on? When does, you know, do you have to wait? So anyway, we're going to be having that debate uh, on the Patreon Extra this week. So stay tuned if you're a Patreon supporter. (laughs) If you're not a Patreon supporter Mm -hmm. and you would like to know our very very firm opinions on this topic, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess. Speaking of giveaways, which we were just a few minutes ago, we're doing a giveaway. Heather did some shopping while she was at Walt Disney World.
2: <laughs> I did a lot of shopping. <laughs> it was a lot of did A lot of shopping. Some of it was for us. <laughs> just a smidge. <laughs> but actually, that's one of the things that I want to talk about uh, when we get to the topic, too, is the new mobile checkout, which I got to practice while whilst purchasing our things for the, the yes. giveaways. So we're going to do two giveaways. We're going to do one for everybody,
1: all of our listeners, all of our readers, everybody. Uh, and then we're also going to do a very special giveaway for our Patreon supporters. So that'll be a Patreon-exclusive giveaway. We're going to have details on how to enter and when we're going to be doing the drawings and all of that good stuff on next week's podcast. So be sure to stay tuned. Um, we have Basically, we have a 150th episode um, coming up. And so... We'll probably be doing maybe one of the draw. You know, we'll announce how to enter. This is you're not going to have like weeks and weeks and weeks to enter. We'll announce it. You know, one week and then we'll do the drawing the following, the following week, week on episode 150 uh, of our podcast. So, Yay. Stay tuned for that. Yay! But she got some good. She got some good stuff. <laughs> I
2: I got. I mean, do we want to tell them what it is or do we want to wait because it, mm, it, why don't you tell wait. us about just like okay
1: one item?
2: I will say that it is. 50th anniversary merchandise so all there the new stuff go. that just came out mm-hmm. were given in it away.
1: yes yeah and it was very funny because heather was texting and charlotte i think you were busy or something like that so mm-hmm. it was pretty much just me and heather going back and forth which is kind of the, like the either the worst or the best case scenario in shopping depending on how you're living <laughs> <because> <laughs> charlotte is always the one like but do you need it <laughs> yes i'm <laughs> definitely yes need it we do
0: I picked up my phone and there were like thirty-five messages. In <laughs> because I get texts on my computer too, so I must have been away from that yeah, as well. Yeah, I forget where you. Were sure. Yeah, because. I don't just have my phone in, I mean, I do have my phone in my hand most of the time, but I actually get them on my computer as well, so, (laughs) yeah, I have, like, 35 messages, like, I don't know, what. I don't care, just buy whatever, yeah, whatever, (laughs) Whatever. too late now. I have
2: to add to this conversation, sounds good. yeah.
0: Checking out by that by that point. Yeah, by that point,
1: Heather's like halfway back to the resort, bags <laughs> in hand.
0: She's like, "How about this?"
1: And I'm like, "Yes, get it." How about this? Yes, get it. How about this? Eh, yeah, get it. You know, <laughs> all those things.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: so anyway, that does it for this week's news. Um, stay tuned. Coming up next, you're going to hear all about the rest of Heather's trip to Walt recent trip to Walt Disney World. Okay. Let's get into it. Now, where where do you want to start?
2: I don't know. I'm looking at my little list here. Right, you know what? Let's start with
1: the shopping because that's the last thing that we discussed and you mentioned um, you know, that you got to experience the mobile checkout. So let's let's just start there.
2: Yes. So uh, this is something that I saw at Mouse Gear when Mouse Gear still existed last spring, my last time that I was there. Um, and I didn't get to try it then, but now it's kind of in full effect. It's not at every store, but it's at mm-hmm. the big ones. So I was using the scan to check out or mobile checkout. I'm not quite sure what the, the verbiage Disney is using on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> ever. I encourage all of you to use this when it is available because you know those lines at World of Disney, they're hours long. <laughs> they just they go on forever. Um and I it's it's just such a nice way to get you in and out of the store. So basically what you do is um when you open up your my Disney Experience app and it knows where you are, and it'll tell you that you have the option to scan to check out and so you click on the, the little button and you basically just scan the price tags of all the things that are in your little cart um, and then you click pay it'll use your saved uh credit card that you have in the app and then you just walk to one of the exits um and there are cast members there they look at your little code, because it generates like um, a QR, QR
1: code. code. okay. They
2: scan your QR code and then they hand you plastic bags like you would if, if you were at a regular register and you just put all of your items in the bag and out you go. And I think the whole thing took maybe 90 seconds nice. um, versus, you know, the 10 mile line at the, the registers. So it was really, really cool. Um, I was so surprised because we all know how Disney technology is um and it like it it worked without issue I had no issue it was so easy so seamless
1: I almost find that stunning like I was really expecting you to come home and be like it didn't work this can't (laughs) like
2: it gave me an error message I loved it I want all of the stores to have it like why did the Emporium not have it it's just oh it was wonderful please use it
1: love that I've yeah. expressed my love for a mobile checkout service many times on this because mm-hmm. our local grocery store has it. And it's just the best thing ever. Um, but I guess with mobile magic, so if the, if the way that it works is, is as you're describing, you sort of, you know, check out on your phone and you scan the QR code. The member gives you a bag. So no shipping things back to the resort, which I don't know if they're doing right now anyway. Are they? I
0: don't think they uh, They're
2: not. They're no. not.
1: Okay. All right. So, so that's not even no, an option anyway.
2: No. But, I mean, we okay. can have fireworks. We just can't send bag, bag. <laughs> I don't know I think it's. I'm sure that's a staffing, a staffing issue actually but, <laughs> but
1: you know.
2: yeah um so no I I don't know how that would come up or how that would work with if, checkout I'm guessing it probably wouldn't yeah unless I don't know I mean unless they give them like a little stand and you fill out I have no idea but yeah okay yeah it I'm sure it
1: could be integrated but it would it's that would require a lot of programming and let's be you know
0: Well, I've never understood why with mobile, like sending it back to the resort, why you have to fill out that form when you know full well all my information is on that magic band. But you still have to fill out that entire green form. So maybe maybe when they bring that back, they will bring that ability in with it, too.
1: Yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Okay, so important thing to note, whatever you're buying, you're walking around with for the rest of the day. So just, you know.
2: Like when I purchased my Madame Leota pillow and had to carry it around the Magic Kingdom all day, but it's okay.
0: It's worth it. <laughs> I
1: mean, certain things are worth sacrificing for. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. With some, with some things like that, you have to purchase it right then because they'll sell out. Like right. not everything, but some like things like that will sell out. So yeah. You have to purchase it right then.
1: So that's actually another good question. I we have seen reports and seen on social media that the 50th anniversary Merch, it can be hard to come by, you know, that the stores, you know, are having to restock a lot. Like, what was your experience with that?
2: Um, yes, yes. But but no, <laughs> it, all <depends>. <laughs> um, <laughs> it all depends on what it is you're looking for. So there are certain items that are impossible to find. Um, and it's like you've struck gold if you find them like the Starbucks Tumblr, which ironically is not currently sold at any of the Starbucks locations, but only the major merchandise stores in each of the theme parks in Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's impossible to find. Um, and it. I went on a five-day scavenger hunt for a pair of light-up 50th anniversary ears that I was desperate for. Like, it's the one thing that I wanted before I left. I'm like, those are the things that the ears I'm gonna buy. They're the only ones I'm gonna come home with, and I couldn't find them. But on the flip side, basically everything else, like, I saw the sparkly blue and gold ears. Mm-hmm. I, I, they have them by <laughs> by the tons. Like, they're just everywhere like walls and walls of them at every store and you know like the the sweatshirts and the sweatpants and and all of that Christmas ornaments pins like there's billions of them there's no problem so it's really just like one or two okay little things that like they get them in and then they're gone. Like, I, I eventually found my um, my mini ears. I got lucky and hit the emporium at Magic Kingdom on, like, towards the end of my trip, and they had just gotten in a shipment, um, so I made it, like, I walked in, the second I walked into the park, it was the first thing I did, I saw a wall of them, I grabbed a pair, um, and then, When I was leaving the park at 2 p.m., I went back through the Emporium and they had already sold out. They were just gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, this is a year and a half celebration, people. So I'm I'm sure eventually, like, the novelty will wear off and this will not be a problem come, you know, February or March. You're right. (laughs) All right. So now let's get into the thing that I have been
1: dying to hear about. Um, And I haven't even like asked you like, Hey, how was it? Cause I just, I wanted to hear it all firsthand. How was your VIP tour? It was
2: amazing. Amazing. As always, you know, if you guys listen to us for a long time or you read the blog, we talk about the VIP tours all the time and how they're so worth it. And really I just, Oh my gosh this it's so incredible especially now with you know the lightning lanes and and genie plus and all of that to just be able to walk on every ride we wanted to Mm -hmm. i mean and that's not even all a vip tour is for but you know that's the main thing people use it for and it was glorious you
1: know so how many people did you have
2: We had a group of nine. You can have up to 10. We had a group of nine, um, you know, all different ages. It was all adults. There were no children, but, you know, we had some senior citizens with us. We had, you know, it was great. It was, everybody came away saying it was the best thing they had ever done. I think, in fact, I was the only person on the tour that had ever done one before. Okay. Everybody else was just like blown away, um, and we used it really to kind of do all of the new things. And by new, I mean within the last five years. So you know, Pandora, all of that. We went to three parks. The only park we didn't go to is Magic Kingdom, um, and so we started our day at Hollywood Studios. And and for those of you that don't know, you're you have uh, private transportation between the parks and the resorts and and wherever you want to go with your guide. So. You can park backstage like you, you you, basically just like. It's so convenient to what you want to do, because you mm-hmm. can park right next to that attraction, you go on it, go backstage. You don't have to wait in any lines. You don't have to go through security checks. It's fantastic. Um, but we started at Hollywood Studios and we hit like all the rides like we mm-hmm. did. Rise of the Resistance, um, Smuggler's Run, Runaway Railway, Tower of Terror, uh, Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania. Like, I, like, maybe Rock and Roller Coaster was the only ride we didn't do in that park. Um, and you just, you walk on every single one of them, and it's so nice. Rise of the Resistance went down, of course, like, as we were stepping foot into the ride. And oh, like, no. but it's okay because we just went and did all of the other attractions we wanted to do. We had lunch and then um, we got a note that Rise was back up because another cool thing about your VIP guides is that they have a whole team of people sitting in an office somewhere and their sole job is to handle any and all requests from their guides that they have out. So, you know, our guide radioed or messaged back to the office and said, we're trying to get on Rise of the Resistance. Let us know when it's up. And that's what they did. They just monitored the attraction. And so as soon as it was back up, we knew. We walked over there and we got right on it. Like, we went ahead of even the Lightning Lane people, which was cool. So, you know, you have your Genie Plus um. Lightning Lane that you purchase you still have to go wait in a 40 minute line. We just walked right on. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um and I should note that Rise they can now walk you on Rise of the Resistance when the ride first started guides couldn't. They can now, but it they can only bring you on once. Mm-hmm. Every other attraction at every single park you can ride over and over and over for 7 hours if you want to. <laughs> Rise is the only one that has that limit.
1: Okay. All right. That's good to know. So you did Hollywood Studios. And what was next?
2: And then after Studios, the big thing, obviously, everybody wanted to ride was Ratatouille. So we went over to Epcot. Um, and we just rode two rides there. We did Soren and we did Ratatouille, which was adorable, of course. Like, I mean, we've all ridden it before. So you know, you knew what to expect. But so cute. Um, Everybody else there, hadn't seen it before and they are oh, it's so cute and it's wonderful. And oh my gosh, just to avoid that line, that area is so busy, you know, like it's just mm. packed. Like that's where everybody goes now when they go to Epcot because it's the new thing. Um and we just walked right past and it was fantastic. Um and our guide was also really good. She was taking pictures of the whole group everywhere. So we have a lot of like fun group shots. Um, which is nice because you come with a, a built-in photographer. <laughs> so we did that. And then we went over and finished our day at um, Animal Kingdom and, you know, did all of Pandora and Everest and the safari and all of that fun stuff. Now, for the safari,
1: did you get your own vehicle?
2: No, we did not.
1: Okay. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Interesting. Okay. And now how does it work with, like, um, cause I know we get asked this question a lot by clients and, and listeners and things is, you know, so you had lunch, you mentioned, did your mm-hmm. guide eat with you or like, how does all that work?
2: So your guide can eat with you. Like if you're going to have a, a, a sit down lunch or dinner or breakfast or, or whatever your time of day may be, because you remember you, this is custom tour, so you can pick what time you want your tour to start. It doesn't have to be in the morning. You could do a late afternoon and evening tour. So your guide can eat with you. However, there are now um, COVID protocols in place where your guide cannot eat inside. So basically Disney is telling them it, you can't eat inside. You have to eat outside. So Disney's okay, okay with you eating inside and getting COVID, but not, not. <laughs> uh, so, um, We had seats inside. We just did like a quick um, counter service thing. You know, we didn't want to use up our time eating lunch. Mm -hmm. Um, So she went and reserved us um, a giant table for the whole group, which is a nice little service that they do. Um, But she couldn't eat with us because we were inside. So she was going to go eat outside. Um, Now, if she is not eating with us, I'm, I'm trying to get the COVID protocols correctly two of our group members wanted to eat outside as well so she dined with them she's allowed to eat with your group if you're eating outside now if nobody wanted to eat outside and we were all eating inside she would have to go backstage and eat she would not be she could you know get her lunch and then would have to go sit backstage in the cast member dining area
0: which i thought was interesting so they can't that's always been a rule that they can't eat unless they're eating with you on stage like I, I remember that from before that they they regardless of COVID they can't just sneak a hot dog or something on stage they have to go backstage to eat yeah yeah yep unless they're with unless they're eating with the guests Yep. yeah
1: interesting and, okay so now what would you say was the one thing that made it worth the cost for you
2: well I obviously it's the ability to do whatever you want and not have to wait in lines. We all know how awful the lines are. Um, So for me, getting to do all of these new attractions and not have to worry about getting, you know, a boarding group or a lightning lane or any of that, it's, it's invaluable. You get to see and do so much. But beyond that, it's not just that they're like these walking, talking fast passes. They are a wealth of knowledge. They're very friendly. They're very sweet. And they're basically your own personal concierge. So, what I love about it is sure, we got to walk, you know, to the front of the line on all of these rides, but our guide was, if she didn't want to ride with us, she was waiting at the exits to the rides with bottles of water for us. She was radioing people saying, This is what they want to see. This is what they want to do. When can we do it? And, you know, getting like finding the best itinerary for all of us monitoring when rise was back up that, you know, she's reserving tables for us. So we don't have to hunt for tables. It was just taken care of. They can also do things like get you dining reservations. So like, you know, there's this place that you wanted to eat and you couldn't get your dining reservation, no matter how hard you tried, you just couldn't do it. They can do that for you. And because they are the VIP services department, there be like I think there's maybe one restaurant on property they just don't have luck getting you into. Like they can work their magic and get you in there. Yeah. So like you're just you're really taken care of. It's it's so nice. You feel so special. And then they also come with tons of trivia and facts and knowledge about the parks, which is cool too. Love it. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Is there anything else that we should know about the VIP tour? just do them. They are expensive. (laughs) I know that they are expensive, but if you have a big group of people anyway where you can split the cost, it becomes not that much money because you can have up to
1: 10 people. And we should mention because otherwise we're going to get emails or questions about this. Heather, this was a VIP tour that Heather won um, as part of a contest through her other job <laughs> you know, through, through her work as a travel agent this so this was a prize that she won so she did not pay out of pocket for this particular VIP tour um it was not gifted necessarily she earned it <laughs> I worked my butt off for that one <laughs> yeah worked her, yeah worked her behind off for that um but did not it, she did not pay out of pocket for this tour so um And before you ask, yes, Heather did tell both Charlotte and I to get on a plane. (laughs) (laughs) And we were unable to join her. Otherwise, we for sure. (laughs) That's on them. I invited them. She invited. (laughs) Yes, she did invite. And unfortunately, neither of us were able to make that happen. Although we desperately wanted to. Um, But we were so glad that you had such a good time. So, all right.
2: They're so worth it. I love them.
1: Yes, I've been lucky enough to do them a couple times. And there is nothing like it. It is a completely unique disney day for it's sure
2: the best way to do a disney park
1: yeah absolutely um and if you want more information heather actually has a blog on disneyparkprincess.com about why we love vip tour guide so you can always read more there um, up next really the highlight of your trip
2: <laughs> the most the most wonderful time of the year <laughs> yeah. let's talk all things food and wine i love food and wine so much it just makes me so happy <laughs> I really, I mean, you
1: literally, you literally plan an annual trip to attend the food and wine festival.
2: Yes. If I could only go to Disney once a year, it would be during food and wine. Like October is my time. I love it. It's just Mm -hmm. so much fun. I will say the festival has been a little hard the past two years because it's not Really, the full festival. Mm -hmm. They, because of COVID, they've done away with all of the special events. And I think a lot of people don't really realize all of the special events that are there. You know, you go to Epcot and you see the food booths, and everybody thinks that's what the festival is. And, you know, that's the main part of it. But for somebody who is a foodie, there's so much more to see and do. You know, they have. They range from like low cost, like wine tastings or cocktail mixology classes. Um, they have cooking demonstrations with celebrity chefs where, you know, you pay 20 bucks a person and for an hour you're learning all about this particular wine or, you know, the cake boss is teaching you how to make tiramisu or whatever it may be. So you, you they're fun, they're inexpensive, and it just kind of adds another level to the festival but then on top of that there are premium experiences so whether it's a wine pairing five course lunch in italy or um you know a tequila class in mexico uh, every pavilion almost has like different tasting events mm-hmm. and then they have the big uh, party for the senses which is my favorite thing and it's kind of like the ultimate splurge during food and wine festival. so those have been missing for two years and I'm really really hoping they'll come back next year because I've been missing them I, I usually do four or five during each trip so don't get me wrong I love the food booths they're great but that's not the main reason I go to the the festival
0: yeah
2: <clears throat> random question
1: just occurred to me complete non sequitur apologies did you wear an I'm engaged, just engaged button? Heck yeah, and, and, we
2: did. I, okay, okay I, I thank there, you. It. It's over there. But I was like, Justin, we are wearing these buttons. And he's like, what? Because he doesn't know. I mean, I guess he wore a birthday mm-hmm. button on his first trip, but he doesn't know what this is. So um, yes, we did. Um, but what I don't like is that they have changed their buttons. And I guess I was vaguely aware of this, but not having had a reason to wear them. I didn't pay attention. But now like, the celebration button for anything love is happily ever after. So that can mean your anniversary. It can mean honeymoon, Just Engage, yeah. honeymoon, all of that. So, like, basically everyone was, like, happy anniversary. Oh, congrats. Like, nobody knew what they were congratulating mm-hmm. uh, you for. I would have taken out a big Sharpie and, like, written a, you know, Just Engage yeah. or something like that. <laughs> so, is, yes. This is did. why I travel with the Sharpie.
1: There you this go. This why so
2: you – told me you couldn't come on this trip, and so yeah. <laughs> I, therefore I was Sharpie-less.
0: <laughs> you should travel with a Sharpie, too. <laughs> and you always laugh at me for traveling with a Sharpie, yet... I never <laughs> laugh at you for traveling with a Sharpie. I think it's genius. I think
1: it's fantastic. Yeah. Um Well, then I'm a little disappointed, like, that the cast member didn't customize it for you, because a lot of times I've had cast members, like, mm-hmm. you know, customize them for me.
2: Usually they do, but no, this one I got it at the... the um reception desk at the Riviera and she you know I told her what I wanted and she said oh congratulations and just kind of like handed me the G-box. and that was it oh that I was like okay all right fine no big deal whatever
1: very disappointing yeah. okay anyway back to food and wine <laughs> so sorry it took a complete right turn because all of a sudden it occurred to me <laughs> um, but, and we're back to food and wine
2: okay so what was your favorite booth this year? Um, Oh, gosh. So there was a lot of new booths this year, which I really loved. I will say, okay, my favorite booth is one that has been missing for five or six years. And I was so excited for it to come back. The Grease booth is back this year. And it used to be my favorite. In fact, my um, old favorite dish. This is before cheese bread existed because cheese bread is still my favorite. And yes, (laughs) I ate cheese on this trip i don't care because i cannot go to food and wine festival and not have cheese bread um they uh the grease booth had my very favorite dish prior to cheese bread and that was the griddled cheese it's basically halloumi cheese that you melt on a grill but it doesn't like melt melt it just gets kind of like smooshy and then they drizzle it with honey and pistachios and it's the greatest thing on the planet And so it's back now at the festival. They also had um, Spanakopita, and then they had a lamb moussaka, which I didn't try, but my stepfather had it, and he said it was really delicious. So Mm. um, they also had a donut booth this year, which I did not try anything at. Um, They had a whole lobster booth, completely devoted to lobster. Um, I think Justin tried something from there. I don't know. I don't eat lobster. Um, They had the mac and cheese, cheese booth was back. I mean... It was so good. They had a noodle bowl this year. Um, and I have to be honest, I was a little let down. It was not that good. I know this whole booth dedicated to noodles, which is, should be my Mecca. Um, but the, we had two, we tried two separate dishes. Um, and it's more like, um, like a ramen type thing. And they had some, mm. and whatever. And, and that's great, but like, it wasn't very flavorful. So oh, that's so, <laughs> so, sad. Disappointed. Oh, so, so sad. disappointed. Um, what else i'm trying to think oh yeah well cheese bread was good how, how many just how many cheese breads did you have not that many this year i only oh. had five five sets of cheese bread
1: i'll accept five though cuz this was a shorter trip than usual for you I, I think right
2: yeah i was a little disappointed with myself but you know i was trying i we also had so many people that were there, not with us, but at the same time that we, you know, were visiting with friends and family, and so I didn't spend as much time just eating at the food mm-hmm. as I normally would. We were fitting in a lot of other restaurants and things, um, which is great because you know if you're only going in October, you don't get to eat as many as at eat at as many restaurants as you would like because you're food and wine. So I didn't do as much time at the festival as I normally would. Um, mm. So only five cheese breads, which is disappointing. But oh well. Yeah. I, look, five cheese breads is better than no cheese breads. So this is so true. Okay. Um, I also noticed that they have a lot of pass holder merchandise for the festival this year, which is really cute. Um, and so I had to swindle all of the pass holders with me into buying. <laughs>
1: <them>. <laughs> yeah, are any, are any of us pass holders right now?
2: No. Mm-hmm. No. <gasps> That's so sad. I know. <laughs>
1: I know that's I so know. sad. Oh God, that's awful. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Um, all right. Anything else, food and wine that you think people need to know?
2: Um, yes, they have, they started doing this a couple years back, but they have like special foodie scavenger hunts, I guess, for lack of a better term. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's this year's one is called Emile's Fromage Montage. So, yeah. isn't it cute um and basically the point is to there are six specific dishes at different kiosks throughout you know the festival and the point is is to try six of all six of them Mm -hmm. or you can just kind of go back to your favorite um But it's to try lesser known dishes like the cheese bread wasn't one of them because I would have just gotten six cheese breads. (laughs) Um, But so you go to these different booths and you order whatever the uh, um, the dish is that and they all had to do with cheese. Like one of them was pork rinds or it, it just sounded really gross. It's not any like pork and cheese. That's not a thing I eat. So like I had to make somebody go order it for me. I think I, I made my stepdad because he was like, I like pork rinds. like, good, let's go. Let's get our stamp. So you get your stamp. And when you get your six stamps, um, you bring your completed festival passport to the shimmering sips booth and you get a little prize. And what it is, it's a, um, raspberry and vanilla soft serve with cheesecake like pieces like little it was really good I had a couple yes, bites and I'm like and it comes in like this cute little souvenir cup and just really like a fun little extra layer I guess so you're so trying after to you've had food. six
1: cheese dishes here's your very rich <laughs>
2: dessert <to laughs> wash but you you don't have to you can bring it back on a different day like I did this oh, okay. over like right. I did it over the, the course of the week so okay you know, all right one or two a day type of thing um but yeah, and it, it was just really cute, like fun little prize. Super cute. Did they have the hidden Remy's this year? They did. Yes. Oh, I love those. They're so cute. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't get the map because I don't care about the prize. You know, I think it's a little pin or something that you get. But yeah, like, I always walk through it. I'm
1: like, I found him! I found him! So. So excited. For anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about at the Epcot Food One Festival, this is sort of an event that's geared um, at kids. It's very similar to the event that Heather just described, but it's to find the the, the hidden Remy's in each um country. And they're they're very, very cute. <laughs>
2: like. They are. They're enjoying. He's like, you know, he's posed with different like elements of foods so like mm-hmm. olive oil or garlic or whatever. It's just like it's a fun, something fun for the kids to do while mom and dad are eating all this food that they don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, and that's what I like about
1: food and wine is it It gets, I think, kind of a bad rap as being, you know, like an adult event. Um, and I don't think it. it necessarily is. I think the Remy thing is so cute. I think some of the, you know, demonstrations and things are great for kids. And I think it's also a great way to get kids to try foods that they might not otherwise try. So, you know.
2: Yeah, it's fun. And, it, you know, you can – Let introduce them to the world, so to speak, you know? So,
1: yeah. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard families like, oh, no, I mean, we just avoid Epcot that time year. And I'm like, no. Why?
2: (laughs) It's so fun. It's so fun. You
1: know, now I will say, yes, on weekend evenings, it can Mm -hmm. get there's, yeah. Did you notice any of sort of the adult misbehavior on this
2: trip? No, I I wouldn't say I noticed the misbehavior, but there were certainly, you know, I don't go to Epcot on the weekends during food and wine because that's when all the locals come. And, they, you know, that's their weekend entertainment is to, you know, hang out at the food and wine festival, which is great. Um, I wouldn't say that I saw anybody getting rowdy mm-hmm. um, or sloppy, but I, I saw plenty of groups with their little, you know, drink around the world shirts or, mm-hmm. you know. Disney sayings geared towards drinking alcohol type of thing like yeah they were almost everybody had that type of shirt on yeah during the week so um I think I sent you guys my very last day there you know I had an afternoon flight so I had went back to food and wine festival Saturday um afternoon just to kind of like get one last cheese bread and and wait for the magical express um, and I, like I said, never go to Epcot on the weekends. It was so crowded and so packed that I sent you guys that picture. Um, I wanted to just go into the Mexico pavilion because it was very hot and humid and it was just trying to cool off and they had a line set up, like back up into the lobby before you even enter the Mexico <laughs> pavilion. Uh, and they're like, if you want to just enter into the the pavilion, it's to the left, but to the right, this is the line for the, the the tequila bar like to tequila and sell tequila. Oh God, I mean, backed up almost out into the sidewalk. Like that many so people no. just, I, I don't know. Like, go there. Just go to the food the food booths. I don't. Whatever. I don't right. know. But <laughs> I don't like their margaritas enough to. What it, it, it had to be at least an hour wait. At least. Oh but I guess gosh. whatever. You're in the air conditioning, so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think that's the appeal of that particular <laughs>
2: location. Yeah. I mean, that's why I was there, but I didn't yeah. want the tequila I mean, that bad. A very good walking
1: queso, but I don't know if I'm waiting in line. Right. Hour.
0: No, personally, Charlotte's no, shaking her you. head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I was on mute because I had a barking dog situation, so my answer is no. I would not wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> no. I
2: did, however, wait out the tequila bar outside. um, Probably it was only like a 10-minute wait, but still in that sun and the humidity, it was a lot. But those are good margaritas. (laughs) Nice.
1: Okay. All
2: right. Anything about your trip that we haven't discussed yet? Yes. Two things. I'm looking at my notes that I was sending you all while I was there. Um, They changed the Kidcot stops. Remember Mm -hmm. how it Mm -hmm. used to be? You would cover color Duffy or, or um, Perry the platypus or whatever it was um, now. And I don't know if this is a permanent change or if this is because of COVID. Um, but now you, instead of sitting there and coloring and having crafts, you go up to each Kidcot stop and they have little, what looked like index cards, like fancy index cards, but they're, you know, printed in about the size of an index card with um, stickers attached to them. That you can, I'm assuming, put in you know, like your little passport or whatever you want to do with them, and then fun facts about that country. So they're, like, trying to teach kids about the the countries that they're in, um, without you know sitting there and coloring next to each other. And then also, don't forget, we don't have any international cast members, so there's nobody there that can talk to them about their country. So, you're they're basically given little flashcards
0: on the the country, which it was actually cute. I'm glad they're still doing something for that. Yeah. yeah and maybe yeah, they'll bring I, back the cast members when they can so hopefully that's
2: soon um because it, it, they are very missed it feels very very strange in epcot right now you know walking into japan and there's this lady from florida talking to you <laughs> like <laughs> a lovely blonde white lady from florida yeah. Who's handing you your sushi, yeah we um went into oh my gosh i can't believe this is i don't know if this is permanent or what but um the wine cellar the wine bar Tudo gusto in italy is now lo- no longer a wine bar like they have the full menu like it's overflow dining for um Tutto italia so it's no longer like you
1: can't just walk in and grab a table it's it's just it's basically closed and they you can it
2: in- you can walk in and ask for a table, you know, you'll have to wait, but they are warning you, like, this is no longer the wine bar, this is, you have it's to order the <gasps> full menu That's off of no. Tutto Italia, which I'm sure is a great menu, I haven't eaten there in a long time, but, like, my favorite part about the wine bar was walking in, cozying up on that couch, and having, like, mm-hmm. little paninis, or a cheese plate, oh. um, you can walk in, and go up to the bar, and order wine, or drinks, or whatever you want, but you can't stay there like you're, you're walking up you're getting your drinks to go wow oh, so bad. super upset about that I really hope that's not a permanent change but I am not happy about that one Um, but what made me <laughs> think of that is there was an Italian cast member that was the bartender there and mm-hmm. like when he started talking I was like oh I'm not used to hearing a different accent. This is wonderful. And so, you know, he's obviously an American citizen and lives here now, but he is from wherever he was born in Italy. Um, And it was just very nice to have somebody with a different accent in Epcot. So they are very missed. I miss those uh, international cast members a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, and they're starting to open up the borders to the U.S. a little bit, I believe, a week from today. Um, We're recording this on Monday, November 1st, I believe, on November 8th right Mm -hmm. um they're starting to open up some of the borders a little bit more so that's exciting hopefully some cast members will be able to return and i know that they are doing the college program again so um, yeah
2: hopefully you know early next year we'll start seeing them come back because it it's it's very strange without them there um and then i think the last thing that i want to say is that i saw harmonious i did not see the new um fireworks at the magic kingdom because I don't like to be up late but harmonious. I forced myself to do because I could just walk back to the hotel. Um and I thought it was okay. It's a just okay. It's a it's a Disney nighttime show with a bunch of giant movie screens. Like okay. I didn't find anything spectacular, but I didn't dislike it, but I did not think it was amazing and creative and mind-blowing. Like it's it's very much like world of color, except less fountains like it's the same music and the same songs and like it's a Disney nighttime show it is Mm -hmm. what it is it will satisfy some people um if I'm honest I wish they would have kept Epcot forever I thought that I liked Epcot better than Illuminations I'm sorry Sarah and (laughs) this thing with those ugly tacos and I don't you're wrong you should be wrong (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand these, like, why we need these giant video screens, and especially the one in the middle. It's got, like, these weird moving arms that add absolutely nothing to what you're watching. Eh, I don't know. Like, okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Did you see Kite Tales? I did, and I loved it. It's adorable. Okay.
1: I, that's fascinating I I have not seen Kite tails and I'm trying really hard to reserve judgment, but all I see of it, and maybe this is the appeal... Is that at least once per show the kites crash and get tangled yeah. in a tree or
2: like a like it's well not, that was not it's my kind experience. of a hot mess of a show. I think I don't think that it is, and I think that people are looking at it and expecting it to be something that it's not. Like it's not a big spectacular. It's mm-hmm. not you know a wishes or or whatever. It's a cute little distraction in the middle of the day. It's super short. It's like ten minutes. Okay. Um, I did not see any kites crash, but I don't know. I mean kites crash like i've flown kites on the beach and all of a sudden they just take a dive bomb you know down to the sands so i don't know it like it's a very cute little thing i don't think it's a must see
0: mm-hmm.
2: um you know and it's just a bunch of people on jet skis kind of zooming around with something flying behind them but like it's fun and it's got the cute music and you know, whatever it's not it's not anything again i don't i didn't see the one at magic kingdom but these new shows they're fine they're Disney Entertainment. They're not. They're they're just okay. They're fine mm-hmm. for what mm-hmm. they are. You know, people are gonna like them. There's nothing wrong with that. But they're not mind blowing. Yeah. Oh, and they they changed the bird show again at, um, again. at Animal <laughs> Kingdom, which actually makes me happy because I stop trying stupid. to make
1: the bird show happen.
2: <laughs> I, love I like the bird show. I like the bird show.
1: I, I like the bird show, but pit like pick like.
2: Fix it, like make it stick, like whatever you. (laughs) They keep changing it. (laughs) They shouldn't have changed it in the first place. R.I.P. Guano Joe. I I thought that show was fantastic. How it was, it was funny. It worked. Okay, fine. We wanted to update it and make it better or newer or whatever it was. But obviously, the up characters weren't it, which is fine. I'm glad they took them out. And Mm. now it's kind of more like the original. There is no Guano Joe, but it's you know two cast members quipping and making you know dad jokes and it it was really cute really fun um go see it it, it was a great like i like what they did to it
0: okay
1: yeah. all right i mean i like the birds like i like the bird show i just wish they would
2: like, <laughs> pick a storyline stick with it for i don't know six months a year like we just you know like... i feel like don't fix it if it's not broken just they should have yeah. just left it the way it was but you know disney All right. All right. Well, that does it for this week's
1: episode of the Disney Park Princess Podcast. This was episode 148. Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned for our Patreon extra if you are a Patreon supporter. The holidays. When do they begin? When is it appropriate or acceptable um, (laughs) to put up your holiday decorations? Should that even be a debate? You know, those of us who think maybe Christmas trees should be around. Like what? You know, we're going to get into it. Patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess to help support us. Um, I am. I am ashamed. I promised our Patreon supporters a photo of me in front of Cinderella Castle, and I cannot find that photo. I cannot find the photo. I did find a photo, so I still feel really guilty. I feel really bad. Um, But. Last week, Sharla d- did some extra work for you guys and put the extra last week on video. It's, it's uploaded to our Patreon page. So thank you, Sharla, for helping pull me out of my pit of shame.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm still hoping you find it. I'm really hoping I find it. Like I'm desperately, my like it's become a whole family affair, basically trying to find this photo. So if I find it, I promise I will, I will post it. But anyway, uh. Again, we have a giveaway coming up in a couple weeks. We will be back next week um, on episode 149 with details on how to enter. There's going to be two separate giveaways, one for everybody, and then an exclusive one for our Patreon listeners as well. So um, take care, and we will talk to you next week.
0: Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.